Bros Podcast. It's a great day to be alive, everybody. Welcome back to the Humorous Podcast with me, Steph, and of course, with me, my good co-host and himself. Hello. Hello, hello. And today we have a little bit of a mix of um, a mix of cultures, so to speak. Not not really. A mix of mediums to talk about. So we're going to talk about none other than the Sandman himself, and we're going to talk about the absolute treasure that is Cult of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Which do you want to start with, then? Uh, I guess we could do Sandman first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to uh, introduce Sandman for those who haven't seen it or don't know what it is? Uh, yeah, sure. It's a uh, it's a DC. Is it part of the, the DC universe? It it is and it isn't. I think it's its own thing, <laughs> but it has like crossovers. I, I guess it's part. Like, it's under DC somewhere, and it yeah. has crossover characters. I'm not yeah. sure. Don't don't kill me, DC fans. Yeah, so so anyway, it's a series about some sort of god thing, uh, the sad man, who's uh, well, he's been trapped for a long time, and he's uh, he's managed to escape, mm-hmm. and he's trying to uh, restore his kingdom and and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's basically it. That's very basically yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he's part of like the endless. Mm-hmm. So it's like dream, destiny, death, desire, despair, uh, destruction. Might be a couple others I'm forgetting. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, delirium, I think is one. Yeah. Um, and then there's this magus or a cult leader, which is actually kind of a nice segue. That's our excuse for talking about Cult of the Lamb as well. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> played by Charles Dance, no, none other than Tywin Lannister himself. Mm-hmm. Once again, playing a better, better and holier than thou asshole in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, he's ugh, that actor, man. He can, do, he can do anything. I just, <laughs> um, and then he wants to trap death because and force death to to resurrect his son that he lost mm-hmm. in the first world war, and then he managed to capture Dream instead. So, um, yeah, and uh, of course, uh, while Dream is gone, his kingdom goes to shit. Mm-hmm. And that's the entire first episode. I mean, would you say, I mean, Netflix has been in a bit of a slump lately, right? Yeah, uh, maybe. At least um, in my narrow impression, it feels like yeah. there hasn't been as much to really get excited about. <clears throat> um, but of course, they have a big catalog of, of older stuff that's good. Like, uh, I know you've been watching Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome, um, but would you say the Sandman is a return to form for Netflix? Uh, maybe some of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a pretty good show. Uh, I think there's there's better ones there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but it's fine. It's pretty cool. It's different. It really is. Yeah, it has some high highs and some. I guess uh, some of the episodes are more. I wouldn't say that I found there there to be an episode that was like bad. No, I, I wouldn't say there are any lows. No, it's just like some less interesting stuff yeah. for me at least. Yeah, some of them weren't as captivating, but mm-hmm. the episodes that really do land home, they, in my opinion, were really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. What really worked for you in this uh, show? Uh, everything that. 
didn't like <sighs> that wasn't the human story mm -hmm. i guess i think that part of it is super cool i love the, the lore yeah um like the human part of the storyline didn't always make me care that much yeah like the uh, vortex and stuff or yeah 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 all that stuff a lot of the characters you know you're meant to to care about like it didn't really matter because like dream is super cool yeah, Jaster yeah. is amazing i think uh he's he's like what i expect the dream or the sandman to be mm -hmm. yeah mm. what did you think i i can agree i think maybe i like the human characters a little bit more than you did um mm. but there was certainly parts uh of the vortex storyline that i didn't care that much about that dragged a bit but then there were like yeah. small things here and there that kind of picked up the pace um i'm not gonna go into spoilers i guess but um the um, people living at the um at the dorm so to speak that guest house place mm -hmm. i found them to be quirky enough that they sort of um they brought some interesting dynamics mm -hmm. um and then also the you know the the whole when they explore the nature of nightmares and whether or not since they are sentient you know whether or not they actually want to be nightmares or if they want to do other things mm -hmm. um i thought those things really worked and also the episodes that really fo both focused on dreams development like the diner episode was amazing i thought yeah and the episode where um dream gives this one guy eternal life i love that episode mm. it was like so wholesome and yeah. really well set up i thought yeah i i think both of those are probably my favorite episodes yeah maybe and what sort of threw me off a bit was i thought uh, the whole narrative with the guy with uh, the stone and the ruby mm -hmm. Like that was supposed to be the like the penultimate You know climax. Oh, yeah yeah, Because yeah. Uh, I felt that was a lot more like, Interesting and cool and he, he was sort of an antagonist. Yeah hmm. Yeah, um, and he was I guess for a couple episodes Yeah But the ultimate is of course the Corinthian Mm-hmm um, which I, I think there's a problem with um, there's not really that many creatures outside of other endless and some other gods I guess and like ethereal creatures that can actually pose a threat to dream mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah they have to I also think that some of the climax could have been done better or like they could have had a more compelling villain yeah uh, though like I haven't read the comics, but I looked up some of the lore and stuff and uh, Things that happened in this season though is really setting up some pretty Significant things down the line. So they've already showed quite a set up quite a few, you know puzzle pieces that can factor into a more epic uh, Follow-up season That's nice And I also hope Because um, they mentioned the project and the prodigal Yeah, and uh, that character I'm really hyped for because he is fucking badass in the comics. Okay, is, is he named the Prodigal or is he one of the the Eternals? Well, I don't know how much of a spoiler this is, but um, it's he's uh, destruction. Spoiler warning. Okay. Yeah. That perfect spoiler warning. 
yeah. <laughs> right as I say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. I I think the design on the Eternals is really good. Yeah. They, they, really good. Like Desire, for some reason, is like mm -hmm. that that actor, uh, is, or better be careful with the pronouns here. But anyway, the actor um, really encapsulates Desire in a way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It has that devilish uh, smile and everything. It's just like. Um, just a mix of everything. Yeah, I I actually found is it despair the one with the the raggedy uh, sweater. Yeah, that scratches no. uh, herself. Yeah, she looks so fucking weak and like dirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's really good. Yeah, and also the the episode with death was pretty mm -hmm. um pretty interesting. Yeah. So I hope they explore the endless a lot more. Mm -hmm. And also, um, I was a little bit surprised by uh, Joanna Constantine, Constantine. Mm -hmm. Because I really love the actor who played uh, John Constantine in um, Lucifer and in his own show. Um, what's his and what's his name again? Do you know who I mean? Is he the guy with the like short spiky white hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what the hell's his name? So, Matt Bryan. Yeah. Because that guy, mm -hmm. he really nails the Constantine look. Yeah. Yeah, and the personality. So I hope, I hope that um, he's gonna portray the character again later because I know there's a Constantine show. That's been greenlit now. Hmm. So, which, which actor? I don't know if they've announced it yet. I just hope it's okay. the same one. Yeah. Hey, I'm all for it. It's yeah. a cool character. I so, think I I wanted to see more of her, though. Yeah. True. She's in one episode, two. Yeah, something like that. I feel like I'm I'm sitting here and wanting to see more of all of the characters yeah mm. yeah yeah and also um want to see more of uh dreams kingdom mm -hmm. so many interesting characters there yeah and um what's the name of the the um, the green character the fiddler's green yeah 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 I yeah love that he was character. super cool yeah <laughs> played by stephen fry no less yeah. I think he's the perfect character to play that, like, cozy, uh, sort of, like, really educated, um, British older gentleman, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, man. That was such a, such a nice character. Yeah. And I have to admit, um, I, I really also enjoyed the, the serial convention. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. <laughs> There, there's a lot of things in, in this show that are especially if you haven't read the comics like us you're just in for a lot of very different things and it's very hard to guess what comes next mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the, the good parts of this the show is that you're, you're always um, I guess you can expect some kind of ethical dilemma in a lot of them <laughs> yeah but still um, yeah this was really different it's kind of refreshing 
to have this kind of a show, uh, which is not really a superhero show, but it's kind of in the um, it is in the same universe as one, right? So mm -hmm. it's kind of refreshing to see this kind of different uh, superpowered um, show. I think. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool. Do you have anything else you want to add about uh, Constantine? No, Sandman? Sandman? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. Uh, so. Definitely looking forward to more. How much would you score it out of 10? <sighs> 7. 7? Okay. Yeah, 8. I don't know. I'll, I'm scoring it a little bit higher. So I'm, For me, it's it was an 8. Mm -hmm. Very solid show. Definitely worth your time. Yeah. Well, so, like, what do you feel brought it down to a seven? Is it mostly the human characters? Uh, yeah, the, the human characters, the the climax, the sort of change or switch in story midway through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see. That's fair enough. Well, um, it's still a recommended watch. Mm -hmm. um, has some great performances. Uh, you know, like uh, I thought Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer was always pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Though I guess that can be a little bit um, controversial for some because it is the same Lucifer Morningstar as the one in the Lucifer show. It's supposed to be the same character, but I don't know if it's, uh, I guess they're not like, you know, in the same parallel universe or whatever. It's kind of hard to keep track of. Uh-huh. So, um, we'll see. No. Um, anyway, uh, do you want to move on to Cult of the Lamb? Yeah, sure. Let's go. So what do you think of Cult of the Lamb? <laughs> um, I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a certain degree, uh, as as in roguelite, I'm not that big of a fan. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's unique, though. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Well, I thought I I haven't played too many roguelikes to be honest. I think you you've played it far more than I have. Yeah. Uh, to me, the combat is and all that is is good, simple but good, um, solid, uh, and also the because there's two facets of this game. There's like the cult management, and then there's the the roguelike element where you go on crusades to try and topple the 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 four what do you call them apostles or like what are they called again? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, at least they, they've trapped your god that you serve, and yeah. then you you have to take down all four of them to in order to free... Oh no, five of them, I guess, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, in order to free your patron god, the one who waits. Mm -hmm. um, and then, I think the mix of management and roguelike is good. And the fact that the crusades, like the runs you do, are very fairly short. Um, so the simplistic combat you know, it doesn't always... You, you don't stay with it long enough that it becomes too boring after a while. Um, but I do feel like 
sometimes the um, keeping track of trying to make runs and then all let's say you really want to do some runs but then a lot of shit keeps happening in your cult so you have to spend a lot of time just trying to deal with that and and manage and this gets just worse the more followers you get yeah exactly my problem <laughs> yeah um and there's uh you know you come back everything's filled with poop uh, two people have died uh there's a dissenter that you have to force to eat a deadly dish um there's like so many things can happen and of course sometimes when you go into the runs the the bot the, the main boss of that area is going to show up and give you your followers some like huge debuff or like make them starve or like make several of them sick and so you just have to like really hurry through the the runs mm -hmm. um but the boss is also like the difficulty vary a lot because the first two bosses were pretty pretty easy um and then the third boss was like a significant step up in difficulty i felt yeah are we talking boss like the gods yeah okay yeah the the third one was like oh this is uh this feels like a proper area boss now you know yeah um but also another problem came with that came with that as well which is that boss is a lot more dependent on you being lucky with which weapons you're given at the beginning of the run mm -hmm. and also which cards you get throughout because you get tarot cards that can give you different boons and stuff right yeah for everyone um and some of the weapons are just bad <laughs> yeah um and that's uh you know i felt at least for where i'm at right now i need like an optimized run to be able to confidently take down the 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 third boss but in the second and first you know you can just with some skill you can just blow through them with whatever you have essentially yeah so yeah <laughs> i don't know um what, what do you feel does work and what doesn't work uh i think the cult management as its own thing yeah works really good i enjoy it like the time, I, the time I spend at the camp, I really enjoy, mm -hmm. like the managing stuff. But then, I I can't really enjoy my runs, cause time moves. Yeah. When you're on the run, and I also think the runs are way too short. I I think the map should be larger, and I think there should be like more uh, steps you you choose before you reach the end. Mm -hmm. At least for what I I enjoy. Uh, I don't feel like my my I get to like build like make a build because I get like three four items or cards and stuff and then I'm done. Yeah. Uh, and then when you do complete or kill one boss, you unlock the the endless run, I think. Uh huh. Uh, but I feel like I I can't because my my base would be like super fucked up when I return. Yeah. You do get the um, I don't know if you got the ability that lets you teleport out of there. Yeah, I did. Because uh, usually that one is pretty clutch, um, mm -hmm. and eventually you get like these kind of uh, things that help the base keep themselves or sustain themselves longer. Like you get the cleaning station that allows them to clean their own poop and puke, and then. But if someone dies, like they do all the fucking time, then it's like <laughs> suddenly there's just like this, um, almost like a plague, if you leave it long enough. 
Like everybody gets sick and yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. the maybe the, the the followers age a little bit too quickly. Yeah. And you get the medallions that you can give to them that um, makes them live for twice as long, but I haven't gotten that many of them. No, me neither. So, uh, um... Do you have a trait that gives you, like, plus faith when they eat follower meat? <laughs> no, I offed it away from that one, and that was stupid. I should have done Yeah, that one's really good. It is, yeah. And they also, the one where they're, they, you get plus faith from sacrifices. Yeah, that one I have. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I find, I don't know if this is just me being stupid or bad, uh, but I don't know if you noticed that when you do a sermon, not all your followers are gonna come in there. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, so I got, and sometimes your followers will ask you for side quests, right? Yeah. And there was this one guy that asked me if I could sacrifice him. Mm. And I'm like, alright. So I went to do the ritual, but he never showed up. <laughs> and you can only sacrifice the ones that show up. You can't choose the ones that are outside. I don't know what causes this. Maybe it's just something I've missed. Uh, but, you know, so I tried going on the run, coming back to see if it, it reset. And yes, there were other followers in there then, but still not that guy. And so the, eventually the side quests ran out of time because he never showed up. <laughs> and then he turned into a dissenter instead, so I had to kill him with a deadly dish. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple of things here and there that I find a little annoying, but... Mm -hmm. I agree. I think if time stood still when you were on a run, it would be a lot better. Yeah. And I do get what they're going for. But at the same time, I think the game is... Um, you know, the art style I really like. The sound design mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, there are some, like... Some of the voices are fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Did you talk to the fish guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's literally just a fish standing like upright and then he puts like a mustache and two eyes <laughs> on the side of his head and he talks with the top of his head. Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Have I, you tried I, ascending followers? Uh, no. I thought like, oh yeah, that's probably a more wholesome, uh, more wholesome alternative to sacrificing. So I tried doing that. And then like this light comes up and the the follower gets like white eyes and they get they're supposed to get ascended to a higher plane of existence <laughs> and then they go up into the roof and then you hear like these splattering sounds and the music turns just a little bit wrong for a second and then like it rains follower meat <laughs> so uh <sighs> you know <laughs> amazing yeah there's a lot of fun stuff in this game as well. Mm -hmm. But I found the time constraints and stuff weren't that bad for the first two realms. But when the third realm came about, and if you lose a run, then of course your followers also lose faith in you. Mm -hmm. And that can sort of like snowball. So let's yeah. say you had a couple of... Let's say, especially for the one I'm at now, uh, if I get a shitty run, and then, like, one or two people died. And then there's a dissenter. <laughs> and then if I also lose, that forces me to just, like, abort the run, right? Because if I if I lose uh, as well, which I most likely will, then I'm gonna show up there with, like, zero faith 
and I have to do so much stuff just to to get that up again. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. <sighs> yeah, it's it's stressing, super stressful. I I get what they try to do here, and I think it works really well for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Might be a me problem. Like it's it's not a bad game in any way. No, no, it's not. It's very competently made. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've seen it getting a lot of praise as well, and that praise is justified. Yeah. Um, and I also I didn't really mind the time thing um, until now that I hit a wall a bit. Mm. Yeah. Um, then now it's when it's turning annoying because I can't just you know like in Dark Souls you just like you head from the bonfire you just do the boss run again. Yeah. I can't really focus down and just try to do run after run to get the the best equipment and like tarot cards and stuff because I have to do a lot of uh, managing in between, especially when you get close to twenty followers. It's just has a lot to take care of and uh it just became it becomes like hindrances and, and obstacles and time sinks instead of uh what i want to do mm -hmm. so yeah i find myself enjoying it less now and especially if i lose that run as well and i know that i have to spend the next 15 minutes or 20 minutes just trying to like do more base stuff before i can get on the next run it's like uh nah yeah i think I think you would enjoy, like me, the... Oh, what's that game called? Uh, Rogue Legacy 2. It's it's the same like concept, but it's like... You only press buttons on the management thing. You build a city. Okay. It unlocks characters and like buffs and vendors. Like, is there a lighter management? I mean, Darkest Dungeon had an element of that as well, right? Mm-hmm. Which I thought worked really well. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't tried Rogue Legacy 2, though. Is it good? Yeah, I think it's good. I played it. 18 hours. Okay. There nice were, game. I played the first one a lot on my PS Vita back in the day. Yeah, because it's like a 2D platformer. Yeah. Mm. The first one was like, I bought it for very cheap. I have low expectations, but I figured it's a good game to just like waste time in, especially mm -hmm. since I fl uh, flew um, back and forth uh, to Japan. Yeah. Uh, so I had, had to spend a lot, spend quite a few hours on an airplane, and a game like that just like it, it's surprised me by how addictive it was. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I'm gonna play like trying to finish Cult of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. Uh, my opinion might change once I get the, the automated farms and the cleaning staff and stuff. Yeah, it Maybe. helps. Yeah. It, it does. Um, but it takes a while to get all the buildings as well. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the automated farms is like, yes, they, they manage them themselves, but you still have to pick the... It's not like they gather the resources for you and then they end up in that chest. It's like you still have to pick all the, um, the veggies and stuff. At least where I'm at. Maybe I've missed something, but I still have to manually pick all the, the produce. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think there is a farm that automates everything. Really? Yeah, I hope so. Because mm -hmm. I have like a seed box and like those things that I can 
and farm station yeah. but i but yeah. they don't um they don't gather the materials for you no which sucks yeah but like i said it might come later down because i think i'm only on tier three for buildings yeah i think it's tier four yeah yeah hopefully um once you get further down the line then and you get over like the it feels like you're walking up a mountain and then once you get to a certain peak then it just goes it gets smoother like easier and smoother from there mm -hmm. but it takes a while to get there and and getting like those um, devotion points and stuff unless you spend a lot of time just in a base it, it takes a while to get you know all the buildings you want yeah <coughs> so yeah <coughs> how much would you rate this game right now Uh, I don't know. Like on, on a personal basis, I said maybe seven or eight here as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I. I yeah, it's for me there as well. I kind of depending on what my opinions are gonna be about it once I get further down the line, because I might have mm -hmm. just hit a slump, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was fun when before I hit that slump I had a pretty good thing going and I would sit for hours uh, so it has that aspect of it where it's like one more run one more you know building one more something and it's the first time in a while where I sat down to play a game for just like a couple hours and it turned into four you know yeah that, that but that was also my first hours mm -hmm. just the same thing and then I sort of fell off a bit yeah what do you think about uh, Helob? <laughs> Helob? Have you met him before? Uh, yeah? Uh, I'm not sure. There's like a spider dude who catches. Uh, catch oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cool. Yeah, there's uh, quite a few like small. And, and also the knuckle bone thing is pretty fun. The knuckle bone thing. Isn't that what it's called? The, the one where you, you gamble? Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Because there's this one more aspect of this game that's like exploring the map around, that's not Crusade related, but just, you know, the surrounding area where there's other people living and stuff. Yeah, there's a couple of side quests and some vendors you can buy, like, uh, decoration buildings. Yeah, and also and additional tarot, tarot, tarot cards, cards yeah, to yeah. get into your rotation. The tarot cards can also really make or break a run sometimes. Yeah, I got one with uh, plus two times attack speed. Yeah. Once. <laughs> you know when you get the, the red uh, backside of the card or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah those are That's great. insane. I think uh, one of my best runs ever <clears throat> that I wish I had for this boss, I got for some useless, or I, maybe I got it for the, like the second boss or something. I had, I think, five or six hearts. Three of them, or like two of them were diseased, and the other one was the um, the one that damages people or whatever. I, I don't remember. I had a lot of health, and I had like 1.5 times damage, and uh, all attacks poison. I had a vampiric uh, warhammer. Mm -hmm. And just like, my damage could, I think I could just five hit the realm boss. Yeah, it was stupid. It wasn't even close to taking me down. But I've never gotten a run as good as that later. <clears throat> no. 
the third boss is like a little bit bullet hell mm -hmm. uh, oriented and there's just so many ads like so many <laughs> creep monsters um, and some of them are like very projectile based as well so it, it becomes at times very hard to not take a hit at all yeah and then he, the boss himself also takes a lot of damage um, so it, it just felt like such a such a step up from the previous bosses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't really have much health either. No. No. I think I have four hearts standard. Yeah, same. Yeah. Might be some way to get more. I don't know. Might have to explore yeah. some surrounding areas more, I guess. Yeah, I did a fishing quest and didn't get shit. Or I got something. I don't know what what I can do with it. Uh, the 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 red crystal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's for. Jackets or like coats. Oh, okay. Uh, and those coats can be like, I I don't remember at the top of my head, but I think they give you like um, some advantage with some disadvantage, like more damage but less health kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's exactly what it was, but it seemed to be that way. So more, I think it's a way to optimize your playstyle a little bit more, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, but that's one of the things that you touched upon earlier that I don't like about this is that if you find a playstyle you like you can't just stick with it you can't just like keep focusing down on that for every run no That's I, a... I think I I miss some customization here on builds because I feel like I, I get like handed whatever I'm supposed to use that run and then I get some buffs yeah that's sort of it yeah. like if we're talking like Binding of Isaac, you get all these like million insane items that completely changes the way you play. Yeah. I kind of miss that. I mean, the the Realm of the Dead Gods as well mm -hmm. had a lot of, um, the, you know, that, that one also had like, each weapon had a significantly different playstyle and you can just, you know, you can choose how you want to, to play more. Yeah. So yeah, I missed that because this is this is very RNG, everyone, mm -hmm. and that that kind of sucks. Yeah, I want like two weapons to choose from in the beginning. Yeah. Mm. Instead of just one weapon and a and a spell. Yeah. And some of the spells too are really stupid. Like the Icor one, I I don't like it. It's really good, but yeah, I hate it because you have to stand like next to the boss. Yeah, and in like those b when it becomes more bullet hell like then mm -hmm. it's st really stupid and you have to stand still to cast it yeah um stuff like that it's just there there are so many better spells out there like the the freeze nova for example is very helpful mm -hmm. so yeah we'll see i might just have to bash my head against the wall of this game for a couple times more and then maybe i'll hit another steady stride yeah I want some ranged weapons as well. Yeah, I mean, all you get is essentially if you get those projectile-based uh, spells, mm -hmm. but you can't really use them that much either. So the the great axe is almost like a ranged weapon. The first swing has like insane range. Yeah. Except for that, yeah. Have you tried the warhammer? No, I don't think so. Maybe. The warhammer takes some getting used to, but it can do some insane damage if you get the right cards and stuff on it, because mm -hmm. it, it's like. That one also, when you hit, you have a wind-up, so you can choose direction. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it takes like a half a second to like wind up and then hit. So some of the enemies you have to change your timing a bit, like the fast cultists with the knives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're always they're gonna hit faster than your wind up, so you have to like bait out an attack and then hit them. Yeah. But the knockback is pretty good, and also you need damage a lot. So if you get mm -hmm. poison on it as well, then yeah, you can do some serious damage. Yeah, I, I think the worst one is a class. Yeah. Uh, and I think the best one is the great axe because you can outrange most moves in the game except for the bosses. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Great Axe is pretty good. It's, it's like um, fairly balanced, but slightly skewed towards range and damage. Mm -hmm. And if you actually can do all three hits, you do insane damage. Yeah. And that's the thing with the claws as well, the combo damage. But only the combo finisher does significant damage, while the rest of the attacks are pretty weak. Mm -hmm. And that's also very terrible against bosses that have a lot of attacks like um, that are fairly aggressive because you don't have time to stand there and do the whole combo. Yeah. And it's not exactly easy to stand like above or below the, the boss because you can't really attack upwards or downwards. Which also yeah. pisses me off sometimes. You, you Your attacks will always face left or right. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a couple of... Um, hiccups with this game that keeps it from being truly great, especially on longer playthroughs, but mm -hmm. I still think it's a very good effort and it's still worth your time, because, I mean yeah. you might like it more than we do mm -hmm. things that bother us might not bother you that much, so it's definitely worth checking out, it's, I think it's only like $20 as well, or maybe less yeah, it's also it's significantly easier than a lot of other roguelites so don't be, like, scared because you think it's hard yeah, I would say so as well. I'm usually pretty terrible at roguelikes, so... And for me, this one was, like, very easy to get into. Yeah, it's a very simple uh, combat system. But yeah, I guess... Uh, do you have anything else you want to add about the game? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, should we call it an episode, or what do you think? Do you have something else you want to talk about? Uh, nah. I think you could call it there. There isn't that much, ac much action in the gaming world. I'm still uh, deep in uh, Xenoblade 3. Oh, yeah. You gotta Ace give forever. your. Yeah. <laughs> in, in typical Xenoblade fashion. Yeah. But, it's really uh, good, though. Yeah, it's good? Yeah. What do you say? This, uh, how, how, how does it stack up to the other two so far? I mean, uh, I appreciate the the art style of two more, <laughs> but uh, uh, is this the man of culture in you speaking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, it has good combat and, and a really cool story, mm -hmm. very unique setting and story, I think. Uh, like very short, it's sort of. Uh, war-based uh, society with like symbiotes that gets like turned into 10 year old kids who have to fight in a war for 10 years to survive or they die that's mm. the setting <laughs> that's very um it's very you know cheerful and chipper mm -hmm. but like a couple hours in some story thing happens and you meet a human 
who's like old and they don't understand the concept of old. Ah. Uh, so they do explore that a lot then. Yeah. And it really peaked, you know, it peaked my curiosity a lot. Because hmm. I was sort of a bit put off at the beginning. Sort of a seemed like a pretty grey and bland uh, setting yeah. story. Yeah. It surprised I, me. I've heard people say also <laughs> that this game really pushes the Switch to its limits, as in there's a lot of uh, really nice looking environments and stuff. Mm -hmm. With a very good draw distance and... Yeah, I mean, if there's a bird like 200 meters away, it has like 3 FPS sure. or 2. But it still works, looks really nice and the load times are insane. Like, uh, unless you're traveling to another, like, entire continent or, like, map part. Yeah. And there's only, like, five second load. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm hmm Yeah, I'm thinking of getting that game eventually, but I have to get through Cineblade 2 first. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't need to. Number 2 is supposed to be quite good as well, right? Yeah, it is. It's really good. So yeah, I guess um, now that Warzone is sort of in a slump before Modern Warfare 2, then it might be a good game to pick up. Yeah, you should uh, download PUBG. Is it good now? Yeah, I, I love PUBG. I've been playing it since like it came out. Uh -huh. But it's free now. Uh, they just released a new map based on like near future America. Like Ooh. flooded city, and like the fucking you know the the airboats down in the they use in the swamps. Yeah. Uh, a lot of cool Hover weapons. Crafts. You can repel. You can re reactivate your shoot and jump down from buildings and stuff. Hmm. It's cool. It's. I I think it's my personal best like gun feeling in games. Right. Fairly realistic. Yeah, but not like too realistic. Yeah. Not like. Arco level. Oh, or Arma. Yeah. Yeah, I might check it out, but isn't it... It's quite hardcore as well, or not really? Uh, it depends. Like, in in casual games, it's like everything, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure there is any, like, casual MMR. And uh, you have to be, like, four players or solo to play ranked, so... Right. And you have to be, like, play, like, 100 hours. Oh, I see. That is a, pre a pretty decent system then. Because mm -hmm. Warzone I mean, it's, is it's, just like, it's so sweaty right now. <laughs> yeah. I keep just running into people that are like level... Well, the least I see these days is like level 400. And it's not uncommon mm -hmm. to meet like 800 and 1000. Yeah. And it's just, uh, you can't just sit down and have a couple of rounds with your buddies anymore. Because it has you have to get your sweat on. <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting a little bit exhausted with it. Yeah. Did Is you it see just the... going to keep huh? going? Is it just going to keep going through Modern Warfare 2? I think Warzone 1 is just going to... It is going to keep up. But I but I think Season 5 coming up next um, is going to be the last update like that for Warzone 1. Hmm. And then Modern Warfare 2 is going to see the launch of Warzone 2 as well. I don't know if it's going to come out at the same time or a little bit later. I don't think it's going to be as far 
apart as Warzone 1 was from uh, MW 2019. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, did you see the, tr the new trailer for uh, MW 2, by the way? Uh, no. The graphics looks look really good. Yeah, I'm probably gonna buy it. Yeah, me too. Um, at least not at my PC's like high end. At least not <clears> at your PC's high. Oh yeah, you you yeah. you upgraded, didn't you? Yeah. Man, you're gonna be in for a treat. Uh, some of the things you see in the trailer. I I mean, I guess of course it might be like Modern Warfare 2019 where certain missions look better than others. Like the the clean house mission looks like borderline realistic at times, mm -hmm. uh, and others look good but not as good. Uh, but the new one looks upgraded, and there are a couple of um, clips in there that look really crisp. Mm. So no. I'm hyped for that. I hope the multiplayer is going to be good as well. Yeah, it probably will. Like Modern Warfare was really good, I think the multiplayer. Yeah, after they patched it, uh, because in the beginning it was so fucking camper heavy. Yeah. Uh, like everybody just camped with claymores and the um, super broken double barrel shotgun. Mm. Yeah. I hated that so much. Uh, then they patched it and it got a lot better. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully this one isn't gonna be like that when it launches. I hope we'll see the return of some of the, the weapons. I'm pretty sure we will. I think there's been confirmation. I, there's been talk of the intervention. I don't know if it's been confirmed. Yeah. Um, Please. But they, they should bring that back. I mean, they, they pr they're probably aware of what people think of it, so... Yeah. But there are some new weapons as well, and they're, they're going to change the gunsmith system. Okay. So here it's more like... Uh category based i think like let's say you, you pick um a weapon family and then you play with that weapon to unlock other members of the family so like let's say you want um like just to pick an example if you want the m16 then you mm -hmm. play with an m4 for a while and then you unlock other variants or like you know uh, models in that family and eventually you get like let's say the ar15 or the m16 stuff like that i'm just Mm, saying okay. random names but yeah uh and then also i i saw that it's gonna be a lot more customization friendly in terms of looks so that you don't because especially in vanguard and stuff right if you want like the meta setups the weapons look like fucking monsters <laughs> from from like some three-year-old's drawing right yeah, yeah um so it's gonna be less like that here I understood so that it's gonna be more attachments that you can tailor to your own um, you know aesthetic needs as well not yeah. just performance and I, I do enjoy that so I'm curious to see I think the multiplayer reveal it's gonna be next month hmm. so I'm curious to see how that's gonna be yeah hmm. but yeah anyway um, I guess that's it for the episode yeah Thank you for listening, and as always, people, stay human, stay dank.